welcome to the Science Fiction Rating System podcast with me, Chris Redding, and with Sam Draper. Hello. You right? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, good. And with uh, Alex Humphreys. Hello. How are you, Alex? I'm good. It's it's uh, it's the day after Halloween. It's all it's all sales day, as far as I'm concerned. Is it? Yeah, that's just my it's my observance. I go around all the supermarkets <laughs> and I buy all the Halloween stuff cheap. Ah, so, right for yeah. next year. Tip for anyone out there who wants to do. What that. if it gets cancelled? What Halloween? Yeah, it won't ever be cancelled. Why would Halloween oh, okay. be cancelled? Come on now. I don't know. I nah. Don't know. I went to Sainsbury's this morning. Yeah. Uh, for that express purpose. Yeah. Had to get some toilet roll. It's all gone. Uh, but it, nothing there. All oh. the Christmas stuff was out, and all the Halloween stuff wasn't there at all or reduced or just, uh, just vanished. We have such it's a bad. huge Sainsbury's that they still had some stuff. But they did tip me off. They said on Saturday everything would be 10p. So that's pretty nuts. you think they'd just like hold it until next next year, wouldn't you? Well, you think. Yeah, no, you just want to get rid of it. But yeah, no, so it's been fun. I've been everywhere. TK Maxx, Sainsbury's. <laughs> uh, where else have we go? Morrison's. Um, nice. I didn't do as to put a pile of Halloween stuff it. now. Yeah, I got a huge pile of Halloween stuff. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Well, if you have a Halloween party this weekend rather than the well, middle of the week, that's what everyone in the shops kept saying. They're like, "Oh, are you having a party?" It's like, "No, it's for next year." <laughs> We're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there was uh, someone on my road who they have like, had like a bonfire in their front garden and was sat around it all night, Ooh. like in costumes with the skeleton. Oh, out. It's wow! Pretty extreme. That's yeah, yeah. That's what, very freezing extreme. their ass off. Yeah, it was so cold last night. It must have been mm. freezing. Are they yeah. expecting to like sea something. <laughs> I don't know. There weren't many trick or treats coming down the road or anything. So I don't, I don't know what they were. I, guess I think I'm more about bonfires. Mm. More about Guy Fawkes. Also, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to sit next to a bonfire in those Halloween costumes because that's just no. asking for trouble, really, isn't it? Crepe, crepe goes up. <laughs> that's what happened to uh, Claudia Winkleman's daughter, mm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Right. She got. Disfigured in a uh, Halloween fire, yeah. Oh, Costume dear. set on fire. Yeah. Oh. Careful with that, oh. folks. Yes. <laughs> Down to business, I'm afraid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about um, Danny Boyle's Sunshine this week. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys seen this? Mm-hmm. Was that a yes? Um, Was that an affirmative or? Yes, I have seen it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I'd seen it before. Oh, but um, um, I I'd seen some of it before. I don't think I've seen. I don't think yeah. I've sat down and watched the whole thing all the way through before. Oh, that's funny. So right. you remembered sections of it, or you remembered? I think I think what it is because when I was doing Chris's film, a lot of the temp music was from yes, the film, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the main, so the main I, sort of epic track on it, I temped yeah. on on it. Yeah. So I was like watching clips of it on YouTube and stuff. Mm. I think oh, right. that's so. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I I saw this in the cinema. I think. Oh. Um, I remember when it came out. All Danny Boyle sci-fi. I don't know what. I don't know whether it was. It must have been after Twenty Eight Days Later and. Um, yeah. Two thousand seven. It came out. Yeah, yeah. So we hadn't quite got to Slumdog and all that shit. No. Um. So. Uh, I'll pick it up with, the sun's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah so we get a little uh, set up read by uh killian murphy i quite like killian murphy mm, yeah, yeah I like he's killian good murphy. yeah um son's son's gone well son's dying yeah uh 
they're, there's a spaceship and they're on their way to drop a bomb in the sun to get it going again. It's um, a good setup. Um, I, I think from the off, you think that's a good idea. That's a good science fiction idea, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more plausible than the core. <laughs> Remember the core? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, in a similar way that the remake of um, Total Recall, which where they go through the middle of the planet rather than uh, going to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Less plausible. Uh, yeah, so there's this massive ship and they go to, they're heading towards the sun and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter as they go to drop a bomb. Um, and then we sort of see throughout the film that you've got like this warm glow, haven't you? Like, and it becomes more of a religious thing. We'll get onto that. But, um, Killian Murphy sends his last, last message home basically because of some technical reason. I don't know why. Um, the, the sun's rays are cutting their communi- ability oh, to yeah. communicate yeah. with yeah. earth. Um, and there's also a dude who sort of hangs out in the observation lounge quite a bit and is becoming quite obsessed with the the sun. That's the uh, um, he's the psychiatrist as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's. It's yeah. I mean, it's quite a cool room, that isn't it? Where you can just look at the sun. Um, so oh, I thought it was. Um, I didn't know it was an actual window. I thought it was like a video thing. Oh right, like a like a hologram thing. No, I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah, That's no, a window. Yeah, there is a shot where they show like the window in the front surface of the shield, uh, which doesn't make that much sense, right? Because if it's so technical, they need these mirrored shields mm. on it. Why is there a window? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. much sense. It's yeah. a good um, ship design as well. It's like a big umbrella, isn't it? It is, yeah. And if anything, it goes outside the shade of the umbrella, mm. it gets burnt up. Um, I think. I think there's some things in this which are like scientifically crap, but some things which are quite cool, I guess. Uh, mm. Quite some of it's quite realistic. Do you know? Um, I'm sure you do know, Chris, but you know why mm. it was? Uh, it's so sciency. Oh yeah, because uh, Brian Cox. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. an advisor on it. Uh, Professor Brian Cox was involved in this. Yeah, and I read that yeah. uh, people kind of slagged the film off and stuff, and he said, "Sunshine is not a documentary. It's just try. It, it's trying to just in an hour and forty minutes." get across a feeling of what it's like, not only to be a scientist, because obviously there's much more in that than that. So I found mm. it interesting to watch the kind of people that get upset because the gravity is wrong. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you just have to set, like, what the rules are, don't you, from the yeah. outset. So we've got, like, they're walking around on the deck and there's gravity on the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that would be hugely expensive to... Yeah not have right yeah uh which i don't quite understand because the ship's got these big spinning arms on it which sort of say that they're there to give the modules at the end of them some gravity Mm. Mm. but the rest of the ship's got gravity because they're walking around on it yeah but it's kind of i think it is that thing isn't it just because brian cox was an advisor doesn't mean the whole thing makes absolute scientific sense like they just asked him a few like oh is this bit all right is that bit all right like it's kind of... But it, also the physics. I mean, I think yeah. you'd probably be more involved in like the basic sort of, um, probably towards the end, like yeah. the more stellar physics sort yeah. of thing. No, exactly. Um, it's kind of... It's that quite an impressive is, um, ship though. Yeah. It's funny. I don't know. Is there another genre of film where people get angry because it's not like realistic? 
Probably like historical stuff. Historical stuff, uh, yeah, historical like Titanic stuff. and stuff. Yeah, okay. It's probably, but only really science fiction and historical films. People get that mad because there's something wrong. It's funny. That's just it? the fandom of this sort of stuff, isn't there? Like, yeah. this is what people like this kind of thing. The kind of people who like to be angry picky yeah. about stuff like that, isn't it? Often. <laughs> well, it's that's yeah. why there's like ten pages on Jane Austen on Wikipedia and about five thousand on the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. 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 Um, true. The but I thought the actual like design of the ship and the interior and the art di- direction was really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the art direction is the yeah. best thing about the film. I think it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. The and you think it was only made for forty million dollars as well? I think the effects oh, were really, really quite. The reason quite I had in my head it was like less than that, but yeah, I looked it up forty forty. Mm. Mm. No, it looks but, um, yeah, it looks more like it looks really high budget, doesn't it? The only bit I don't like is when they you know this whole notion of doing like a. Uh, like a video log, blog. It's heavily yeah. used in sci-fi, isn't it? Of these yeah. sort, of this mm. era, and it's just a trope I don't like. It's like I think that is one of many sci-fi cliches. This film falls foul of. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, uh, yeah. That's the only sort of bit I don't like, and I don't like that sort of. There's like a background sort of like holographic image behind the people when they're doing their. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, mm. that's really noisy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we got? We got like a cool little holodeck they've got, oh, which is yeah. quite cool. Oh, yeah, that is good. Um, yeah. yeah, so you can see, you know, the waves. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think the music's quite classy in this film. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you thought the music was good because you gave it to Sam to uh, yeah. listen. I think bits of the music are good. I think mm-hmm. there's not enough score. The yeah. fact they use that one piece twice. Yeah. You know, the big, whatever yeah. it's called, something in D minor. I think you can do that. I think you can do a callback. Mm, but not as like, I don't know, because it feels so much like a climactic piece of music, doesn't it? And then yeah. they do it again. And you, cause you you already know the beats of where that song's going. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. seems a bit silly, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, li- I like the, the there's like a very like ambient sort of piece that plays towards the start of the film mm. quite a lot. I like that one. That's really mm. good. Um, Yeah, so there it becomes apparent that there's been another ship which was lost mm. um Icarus and, 1 yeah Icarus 1 which there I didn't I forgot that uh, Chris Evans was in this yeah it's a pretty good cast yeah. to be honest everyone's yeah. pretty good yeah and they've actually got quite distinct characters which is quite cool you know mm. they like Chris Evans's character is always like about the logic like at every point in the in the plot, mm. he, even if it, he, he goes for the most logical answer, mm. even if it's I, not particularly popular. I gotta disagree because um, I think Chris Evans is the only character who's got any sort of definition to him. I think the rest of them are just nobodies. Mm. Like, there's no sort of. Well, like I say, the you know, the, the Doctor is is like quite weird because he's kind of almost the most like unhinged one of the whole crew. Like, he seems to be kind of weird from the beginning. Like, he's a bit obsessed with the sun and, like, yeah. I don't know. He, he he seems like he shouldn't be the psychiatrist, really, it, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and... How long how long has it taken to get to where they are in the film we see them? How long have they left? I think it uh, was... Do we know? Didn't he say it was, like, six years or three years or something? I don't know. I know it's seven years since the first mission, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, But I just wondered if, like, you know, because the... 
It's that sort of alien thing of like paranoia and stuff, isn't it? They're all yeah. going a bit crazy. Yeah. But mm. how long have they been in there to get like that? And they yeah. haven't. They don't have cryogenics, do they? Like in Aliens? No, so, no they've um, just got to put up with it. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, I think they put like quite, uh, in real life, they'd use quite like neutral character people. They wouldn't have totally. yeah. strong. Mm. The captain's um, a bit, um, he's a bit bland, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think that would be more realistic mm, than yeah, you know because an astronaut in the astronaut sort of community. Mm. Um, I yeah, so we get to they 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 sort of flag a few items like the computer has to stay in its little cooling thing. Mm. Well, that fucks up. Um, um, they watch Mercury go across the sun, which is quite a nice moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, I think there's some nice little scenes. There's an interesting one where uh, Benny Wong fucks up <laughs> as they change course to the new ship. And then oh, yeah. I think he says he fucks up about 15 times. Um, yeah. I fucked up, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, uh, which obviously then they get into that, you sort of see the shield, um damaged and then they sort of come to terms with the fact that they have to go and repair it is that um, when they get in the big gold big pimp yeah so suits? then we see the I first sort of space suits and i think they're really cool they're really cool i really like them do you know what one yeah. of the inspirations for their suit was no like a welding mask or something uh or... kenny from south park yes oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a design <laughs> reference for the funeral for the funnel shaped hood yeah, so there you go. How weird is that? Uh, they intended, deliberately intended them to make memorable, like they they did it deliberately to make something distinctive and memorable. Like that was like, a, you know, they were like, oh, we want to make something that's a kind of an iconic suit. And I think they succeed. It's, you don't yeah. really see anything else like that. And also it does kind of make sense why it looks like that as well. Like, you know, why yes. it's big and cumbersome and why it's reflective. Like it's all, it's not just like, oh, it's a cool suit. It does actually work as a, design you know scientifically I guess it has to like shield you from lots of radiation and yeah yeah and you get um, nice lots of nice excuses to have the sun bouncing off the gold don't you and yeah lots of nice like shiny shots yeah but nice. also just the like the silhouette of it is quite cool isn't it it's just yeah it's just nice an design. interesting yeah. shape no like you um, said sam it's a good looking film it's a good it's a film that looks good mm-hmm. it also looks it it has that like that suit and thing. They look like the sort of seventies films, like you know, two thousand and one and Solaris mm. stuff like that. You can yeah. see they're kind of aping that look, but like not just copied it. They've sort of modernised it in a way, haven't they? Which is mm. good. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. But it's good yeah. having like bold design, isn't it? Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, even if it isn't like technically the most the best way of doing something, it's. I mean, it makes up for just being bold and. Mm. It makes it's it more interesting. Thing. Yeah, it stands out. I mean, like like mm. Sam said, there are quite a lot of tropes in this. There's a lot of stuff that you're a bit like, uh, I think I've seen that before, and it gets it gets more like mm. that as it goes on. But like, at least you can say there are things that make it different. It's uh, identifiable as that film rather than just like, oh, I can't even remember what film that that's from. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where I think. I guess if someone's making a film like this, it might only, it might be your only chance to do some of these things, mm. like like yeah. Danny Boyle, like. So yeah, 
you're gonna you're gonna have fun. Yeah. Um the yeah, so then they have to like tilt the shield so um there's a little bit in the shade so they can go and repair it. Oh yeah. Forgot that bit, yeah. And um that in turn what I like about this, you can see like the little steps of how things can go wrong from something small. Mm. Like mm. it can cascade and become a major thing. Mm. Um, where they were going all honky dory at one point and just like a decision is made. Um, so them little communications arms go out into the sun. Mm. They blow up. And in yeah. the course of this scene, it also destroys all the, the, um greenhouse oh yeah yeah michelle yo's uh greenhouse yeah <laughs> um yeah so they they're out on the shield repairing that so that's uh you start to see that's quite a cool scene i like how there's like this landscape now like this very like they're on a it's like they've landed on a different planet like mm. made up of like mirror which is quite mm. cool no, it's well um, done. Like, the effects are pretty good on that. That set is pretty cool, whatever. that You know, how they all, like, layer up the mirrors. Mm. In that, That's a pretty cool thing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so shit starts to go wrong. The ship tries to orientate itself back. So the sun is basically going to burn the two guys. Mm. Um but I think then Chris Evans comes up with a logical solution of that's the best thing again. <laughs> uh, uh, an event, basically the captain dies. Yeah. Gets burnt up. Uh, Killian Murphy barely survives, but they fix the shield, but they've got no oxygen now. Uh, well, not enough for them all to live. So Yeah. And then we see another part of the ship, which is quite cool, which is like inside the bomb. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah. He actually looks like Brian Cox in this, doesn't he? <laughs> she, a bit, yeah. she think that was like, oh, I'll do it, but make the main guy look a bit like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how many of these bombs do you think it would actually take to reignite the sun? Oof. Millions. So many, yeah. It's, it's billions. Billions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <God>. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a lot more ships flying to the uh, to the Well, I'm sun not sure then. it's a case. Reigniting the sun is not like a thing because it's just turning like lower elements into higher elements, isn't it? Just turning like ox. It's just turning like uh, hydrogen and helium hmm. by burning it into higher elements. That's what the sun does. So unless you just put more of them things in, not gonna. You can't reignite it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't there be better the, to make another sun, or is that impossible too? This is um, uh, from the New Scientist review of Sunshine. Uh, <laughs> the sun is powered by the equivalent of 4 billion H-bombs exploding every second, which mm. gives it a feel for what we need to replace its heat source if it was failing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Damn it. Okay. Not It'd be as... better just putting like something smaller in orbit around the Earth, yeah. wouldn't you? Rather than, Because we're yeah, only getting yeah, a yeah. minutest percentile yeah. of... Yeah, totally. A big heater. Yeah. Isn't there a film that does that? Ooh. Maybe. Or is it a book I've read? It has another artificial sun in the sky. Oh, that mm. sounds cool. There's we'll definitely something the moon to make it into a sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's the whole thing of, like, I read a, some, a scientific, like, breakdown of the film and how... I know you've, we've got, like, 
we're discovering new sort of materials all the time and cool materials, but the the like the the sunshade on this ship mm-hmm. would have to be like a hundred percent efficient, which is kind of impossible <laughs> because no, no material is a hundred percent efficient. So basically, what I'm saying is like the heat it hits it, yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It'd have to transfer zero energy back into back into the uh, spaceship. It would have to reflect all of it. So if it was just one percent, that would be. It would destroy. Well, it. yeah, because there's equivalent of like hundreds of nuclear bombs hitting the front of it every second. <laughs> so course. even one percent, if like half a percent went back into the spaceship, the spaceship would be bit, being hit oh, by a course. nuke every second. You think that this really should be an unmanned? Uh... Uh, <laughs> mission like, yeah this, this kind yeah, of that, like... wouldn't, that wouldn't necessarily help because it's the spaceship is still be getting hit by a nuke every nah, second okay, yeah true true <laughs> just the human element seems like maybe it was yeah we should have taken that out maybe i don't know also you know how like the icarus one went up before seven years ago and then went missing yeah yeah is the idea that that was the exact same idea as what they're doing now yeah i think it's just a facsimile ship yeah you think they think well we should try something a little different if it didn't work before. Yeah. We don't know why it didn't work. Yeah, it's a big like, risk. Like you say, like maybe not send the crew with it or something like that. Mm. It's a big it's risk. A bit I, weird like... I mean, if they, if they put all their resources together to build one of the ships, uh, they're already set up probably to get economy of scale to build a second one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it literally is like, I think they say it's like the very end, isn't it? They've got to do it right now, otherwise they're, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the... they've used all, they said they've used all of the fissile material oh, yeah. on the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, what kind of life are you setting up for everyone left down there? Yeah. You've got nothing. You can't even build. No. I just want to use solar House. power. <laughs> yeah. No more nukes. So it's pretty good. Yeah. I bet yeah. they kept some aside for some nukes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah. So they, they basically, Reach the other ship, mm. and then they um, they dock with it. Yep. Um, and then they board, and mm. then you get like these little flash frames of people's faces, and yeah. which I think is quite spooky and quite cool. Well, it's a quite cool thing to do, I think. It is, but isn't this basically where the whole film self destructs? Yep. Not for me. Okay. Well, <laughs> for me, it definitely does. I, I was barely on board to this point, but after this, I was like, "What am I watching? Yeah, what, why? What, what is, what what is, is it? Going because on? it's trying to go into like a horror genre now, or something? Yes, or, yeah, I, I just completely failed. Yeah, I don't think that this film. I think the whole beginning is quite good, and I, I was on board. But this whole yeah. horror subplot, I don't think works. I don't think they've done anywhere near enough, um, like anywhere near enough to kind of earn it. It just feels almost like they were trying to make. It's like they made two different films and then edited them together a bit. Um, and I just don't, yeah. and, and I mean, I think it's telling that number one, there was 35 drafts of this film, uh, that Alex Garland wrote. And also that Alex Garland and Danny Boyle both really, really disagreed on what this film was about. Yeah. And then, I read that. yeah, he wanted it to be like about meeting God and atheism and like, like a love letter to psychological science fiction and he, Danny Boyle, had like a completely different interpretation. And uh, Garland remarks that they had reached the same two interpretations that could be made 
from the world around us. Uh, Alex Garland's script heavily featured notions of God and atheism that Danny Boyle mm-hmm. chose to downplay to help the film find an audience. So it, I think I think I think that they because they both work together a lot and they're both strong characters. They're both well renowned, you mm-hmm. know. And I think it's a case where you've got two people with two different ideas and I think they're both valid arguments. Yeah. And, but I don't, I think it's two people with two different ideas. And I don't know if it made a coherent one film. Maybe. I think as well, like I think it kind of shows why you shouldn't do two genres. It's basically, it basically it's two films, isn't it? Mm. It's this first like 2001 film. Then it's a horror film. Yeah. But the reason horror films work is because they last for at least an hour and a half and they, they build up the suspense yeah. and they, they pay off the suspense in a big way. Yeah. The idea that this pinbacker appears, we don't know who he is or what he's doing, and just he's slashing about at people. You just think, what's going on? Yeah. It's rubbish. And also, um, and, and also, I just think it's really, really poorly directed from this point on as well. Mm. I don't think he's a horror director at all. No. And, and it's but, weird. Uh, we'll get to that. Because you've got this the character, like I said, that doctor character who's obsessed with the son. He's a bit of an oddball. Why mm-hmm. isn't he anything to do with pinbacker? Why isn't he... Like yeah. a disciple of Pimback, or why isn't he go mad like Pim? He just dies, doesn't he? The Doctor just dies, and he's not. And you're also setting up that Chris Evans is so logical, and we think he's kind of crap at the start, yeah. but he goes good. But really, he's the counterbalance to that sort of mm. thing, isn't it? Because I mean, Killian Murphy's character kind of just vanishes into just he's the hero, but what's his? Yeah, what's his? He's just what's a bit his more motive? Wet blanket, well, isn't I think he? he's being like dragged along for the ride a bit, isn't he? Kind mm. of. Uh, in in a quite, I think in a in a quite a valid character sense. I mean, I think that's a valid character type uh, mm. because I think the audience they're trying to get the audience with Killian Murphy. I'm not sure they do it successfully enough, but no, no, um, because in some ways I'm kind of with Chris Evans a lot of the time. I think he's the only character you can root for because he's got a consistent worldview yeah and it kind of makes sense even if he's been a bit sort of harsh about things mm. like there's a bit we're coming up to where um chris evans says oh we've got to go and kill uh, uh wong yeah benedict wong because yeah. he's useless and we haven't got enough oxygen and they ask kill him Earth, and he's and he just goes like oh yeah we should definitely do that <laughs> but like why why is his character saying that we don't you know he's not showing any signs that that's his sort of yeah. opinion he's just been quiet doing nothing for so long i don't but they say s- that in a psychological sense, that is actually kind of the stop. That is the fallback position of most people's psyche is when something wrong's going to happen, but you kind of just let it. Like mm. you right. know, it. No one will stand up in a group. But then that well, that might be true from a scientific per- yeah. point of view. But from a, like a story point of view, yeah. it just it just makes him a weak character. Yeah, I think. like you and say, that, that it makes Chris Evans the hero, and he isn't really the hero, is he? Like. Well, I think he's probably the most valuable player in all of this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think him and and Killian Murphy are the heroes, aren't they? Because he yeah. dies for his to save him, doesn't he? I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're looking around the Icarus. There's these like <coughs> flash frames. It's a bit spooky because it's all covered in dust. Mm. And then they find the dead crew. Um, they're yeah. So they're wandering. And it around. looks untouched, doesn't it? Which also makes no sense because Pinback has been living there for seven years. Yeah. Well, I think, well, he's just been hanging out in the sun, hasn't he? <laughs> just in that sunroom, just all the time. Yeah, he's just been on the sun deck. What's he been eating? Right, okay. or, or, like, I think eat. he's been just um, eating rations. Hmm. He took them all they said, to the sunroom. Because their greenhouse is pretty thriving, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. But why does he go mad? Because he's 
he has a psychological breakdown, which can probably happen in these sort of uh, scenarios. Mm. But why does this film need a character that has a psychological breakdown? Like, why, why well, does this it's... film need this? Just, did, did they not think that they had enough of a plot or enough of a... Like, isn't it enough that they just go into the sun to try and ignite it and there are issues in the ship and all... They've got conflict with the crew. Well, I thought Why it shows do... how, like, you can have a brilliant plan, but, like, there's still a really weak link in the whole lot of it, and that's, like, the crew. Yeah, but it's... No, the weak link is an insane madman aboard another ship that... From a different ship, From yeah. a different ship that they happen to go and, like, go to. If they just avoided the other ship... But, the, you know, their, maybe their weakness was that they showed compassion in the sense that they, they mm. you know, wanted to go and... I know they explain like the logic of why they were going to the second ship. Yeah. Just for the story's sense, but there's still that innate they should have just stayed on the course yeah. and done their own job. Yeah. Why would why are they getting involved? Yeah, that's true. And that, I think that's kind of like the human <clears throat> weakness in a sense and that that could have fucked up the whole thing. Mm. I think did, um did you read Sorry, it's gone. No, I was just going to say, there's a film that we're doing next week that was made, uh, how many years before this? Ten years before this? And yeah. I think this film copies, the second half of this film, I think the first half of Sunshine is original and interesting. I think the second half of this film rips the living crap out of Event Horizon, and that is Definitely. why it's not a good film. Because it's- I don't think the first half of the film is original either. It's ripping out 2001 and other stuff. Mm. Um uh, you know, Pinback uh, is named after Pinback from Dark Star. Yeah. Have you seen Dark Star? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they say, like, he's based on that character, but he's nothing like Pinback no. in... Like, no. Th- that's not the character at all, is it? No. Maybe it was on the script or early editions. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, if he's had 35 rewrites, it's... Mm. I mean, I thought... This is a really odd reference to make. I thought he was called Pinbacker because it's a reference to Pinhead because that's a reference to Hellraiser because Event Horizon is references Hellraiser. Mm. So I thought yeah. it was like a weird, like, <laughs> double, like, chain of references. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought it yeah. was, but, uh, yeah. Mm. And then, uh, mysteriously, the ships decouple. Oh, yeah. And you get this cool scene now where they're stuck on one side of the... I like this, you know, the the stuff in, in this film I think is quite good. Mm. Like the the technicalities of why they can't do something and they have to do it in in one way and not another way. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. They can't open a door in, you know, without... You know what? I can't. I can't re- remember why they can't blow the jaw door because yeah. they need someone to stay behind and pull the handle or something. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no it's that's, all broken. Yeah, so they've yeah. got to. Yeah, that's. And they've, uh, got to use the, they've got to use the depressurized to launch them back. Yeah, they? yeah. but I like this bit as well, where the captain is kind of a bit more selfish, isn't he? And there's this. That, I think this is a really good scene where he's telling him to get out of the suit. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And, um, and they all then decide to wrap themselves in the tin foil instead, and. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think this is quite scientifically good, and I think it, and it's got a nice tension and a nice like you can tell how the captain's being illogical and mm. yeah, this is probably the most fun set piece of the film. The, yeah, flying back across the yeah. gap and yeah, him hitting the edge of the thing and being sent to slightly off course and mm. Mm. yeah, uh, it, it, it yeah, looks nice. So, and it's quite yeah, original. and then yeah. they uh, he ends up dying anyway, <laughs> which is obviously uh, a nice little motif um he freezes and then um they have a little they finally get back and he goes uh well he floats outside of the shield and you see him burn up as well so that that character really gets uh 
um, what's coming to him there. Mm. Uh, and then they have a little conversation about whether they should kill Benny Wong. Yeah. And then they go and find out if Benny's killed himself anyway. And and the computer is, which has been quite useful to now, is mm. completely useless oh, in yeah. the sense that <laughs> yeah. when, they, when they go, oh, you know, we're down to enough people now to survive, the computer's mm. like, no, you're not. Yeah. What do you mean? You're not. This, what do you mean? Yeah. There's not enough people. What do you mean? There's five people. Like, surely the computer, as soon as that guy came on board, the computer should be like, warning, there's somebody yeah. on board who shouldn't be here. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like it's... And then, at, like, the conversation, like, it has to, like, really, like, pull this information out of the computer in a really weird way of, like, it makes no sense for the AI to work like this. It should just say, there's someone on board. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's on, it um, for me. on the uh, DVD commentary... Uh, yeah. which has Danny Boyle and Brian Cox on it. So that'd probably be quite mm. an interesting commentary. They disagree mm. about whether um, Benedict Wong kill, uh, committed suicide or not. Oh, right. Because there's, so who else killed him? Uh, that Pinbacker could have killed him because right. uh, it's basically when they open the drawer, there are two scalpels missing. But what yeah. it says is, so it, it, it could be that Pinbacker did it and, and faked it as a suicide. But then what, what this says is, that seems unrealistic. When Pinbacker just runs around slashing at people, why would he then at that point have this big like, oh, I'm going to make a whole scenario look like a suicide. Like he's mental. He's not mm. going to, he's not going to do that. With, so it is within the character of Benny Wong's character to yeah. have killed himself. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I thought was going on with those two, the, the scalpel thing? Cause Chris Evans goes to get on those to need mm. to kill BD mm. Wong. Yeah. No, it's not BD Wong. Is it? It's Bendit Wong. And, um, I my mind was going everywhere now, and I was like, maybe this, the, the pinback is Chris Evans from like the future or something. He's Ooh. come back to like finish the job or something. Oh, I was getting all excited, thinking, oh, this is going to go in some really crazy places. That's why he's got the scalpel because this is what well, you know. He's cool. it's him. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, I mean, it makes no sense. But the plot, the, the plot they've got doesn't make any sense either. But I thought no. it'd been a weird twist to go in that direction. But no, it'd have been yeah. a good twist. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah that i think uh, that little like crew count twist is it's probably quite laborious how it's told between yeah. the computer and the yeah but uh anyway uh then you start getting some more of these flash frames which i again i'm a fan of i mm. think it's quite cool mm. um just because how they are the color of them it's a well colored film i'll give you that i like that mm. there's good color palettes he sticks to that like the look of it yeah i mean it mm. yeah that is but it's a... Do you not think maybe they ran out of money and couldn't show any good set pieces? They actually just these sort of flash things to show they couldn't do anything else. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. again, re- it's the impression I got reading Danny Boyle found working on sci-fi projects so exhausting he vowed never to make another one again. So maybe yeah. by that point he was editing. He's like, oh, I'll right, just yeah. fucking throw some of that red shit in. Like, oh, that'll do. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, he was probably mm-hmm. maybe a little bit like exhausted by it. Maybe I don't know. I mean, the whole slasher bit to me, it's either incoherent or boring. That's the yeah. kind of the two bits going on for the end of the film. Yeah. 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 I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I don't like how, you know, when the computer gets pulled out of its, like, uh, calling thing, they do the a real, like, naff thing of where it just slows down the voice of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. But yeah, it's so cheesy. It's just Always. accepted now, I think, that that is a thing. I just fucking hate that. I hate it. Um, it's just 2001, isn't it? Like, it's just grabbing at references yeah. all over the place. You've got so, some Dark um, Star, some Solaris, some 2001, you mm. know. Um, yeah, I can't throw stones. <coughs> and then, um, <laughs> yeah, so Chris Evans sort of 
tries to do a good job, gets frozen. Um, yeah, poor Chris Evans. Yeah. And then the spacesuits come out again. Yep. And the, mu- the music comes back, the same. Oh, yeah, epic, epic music. Uh, yeah. Killian Murphy is stuck in the airlock, so he gets himself out by decompressing the whole ship, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is quite a good scene, a little bit. So mm-hmm. you do get, I think, it, <laughs> I think, you know, it's it's sold they've, all of that. But they've done of. it once already, haven't they? They did it halfway through the film. This is just like the bit where yeah. the, the captain dies. They've already yeah, done yeah. it. When the music starts up, and you know the bit where he's like falling over in the spacesuit and he's really, you know, he's, he's crying and he's working hard. I think that, you know, I think that builds very nicely. I think you can really feel the... I, no, I, I, think, I, just, I think the soundtrack is literally hammering that like drum <laughs> to try and get you to feel some emotion because you don't know, you don't, you can't empathise the character. You barely then, know his motivations, Yeah, you know. Like, and then we end up on the... Uh, <clears throat> In the bomb set, which I think is quite a cool set, yeah. like this big cubic, yeah, it looks nice, yeah. cubic yeah. set, yeah. looks lovely. Um, the size of Manhattan, mm. they say, um, or the mass of Manhattan Island. I don't know yeah. if that's the same as the size. And then, um, yeah, so you got to see this three-dimensional sort of where he's falling along one edge. I think is quite cool. Um, when he goes over the edge, he falls and. He ends oh, up yeah. in the centre. Yeah. That's quite cool. Um, and then he uh, blows the bomb. And you sort of see his little message back home to uh, Sydney Opera House. <laughs> yeah. Which um, is all snowed in or something, isn't it? All snowed in. Snowed in Sydney Opera yeah. House. Yeah. But the sun is back working again. Oh, uh, yeah. I just... Um, and because we, because we, when we did, we did this a long time ago, didn't we? For we, we, we were going to do these last Halloween, weren't we? These films, yeah, yeah. And um, I've got my notes, and I've written uh, my version of what should happen in the whole film. Okay, okay. It's not much different, but I think that I am right with my changes. Okay. So see what you think. So the Doctor makes everyone review the transmissions from Mark Strong on Icarus Ron One from the start, so they know what to expect from the mission. The Doctor becomes mm. obsessed with the Sun and Mark Strong and his messages and he gets weirder and he exposes himself to the Sun more. Uh, mm-hmm. So then when they take the detour to Icarus 1, it's the Doctor is kind of pushing, we should go there, we should go there because uh, mm. he wants to go, because he wants to see what happened. Uh, mm. They go on board, everyone is dead, uh, but there's a different accident where the Doctor ends up staying on board, but you're not sure whether he escaped or not. Uh, same bit about sedated guy being saboteur and killing himself. Then only Killian, Rose, Chris and Michelle left. Michelle finds growth in oxygen gun and locks herself in to try and get more oxygen. Then the twist is that there's an extra person on board. However, actually two people on board because the Doctor and Mark Strong because they've killed Michelle Yo. Uh, cue lots of weird dialogue from Strong about God and Doctor agreeing with him. And there's a big fight and Killian and Rose versus the Doctor and Strong. And then they kill them and then the bomb and that's it. So my main addition is that the Doctor becomes more of a conduit because yeah, he's going like, mad. Yeah, he goes mad like Pinbacker went mad. So he's almost yeah. like making them... It's a bit more like Event Horizon, to be honest. It's kind of like, it's just, you just tweaked. I've tweaked it, but I think I've made it It makes better. more sense what you're saying, Thank definitely, you. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Danny Boyle, if you're listening, you can uh, maybe re-edit it. The uh, Science Fiction Rating System edition. You could do a yeah. special <laughs> cut with our, uh, my suggestions. And then you can make uh, Pinbacker be Chris Evans from the future. I yeah. like how it is. <laughs> Throw that I in. I like how it is. Yeah. Uh, 
So you're a fan, Chris. Is that what you're saying? All the way yeah, through. Overall, like it. you like it's it. Great. All the way you through. You think it's great? Yeah, it's great. It's really? a great film. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. You don't think I haven't seen it for ages, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it's quite bold. It's got very bold scenes. It's very distinctive how things look. Mm. I know you're saying, oh, the first bit's like one sort of film. The second bit goes into a slasher. I'm not saying it's not weird, but it's like you kind of need to set up the normality of things before things go, mm. you know, into into a horror or into something else. Um, mm. I just and think- I, I, I do like how... They've done something with the sun and made it such a weird, like, religious. And you can almost, I remember when I saw this at the cinema, like, the light, when they show them shots of the sun, you can almost, like, feel, you like, you feel mm. heat just by seeing the light and the, yeah. it's quite, I think, I think it's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Should I give my overall view? Go, Sam, go. <coughs> um, <laughs> I like the look of it. I like the I like the idea that the sun needs reigniting, but other than that, I, I think it's absolutely dreadful. I think it's terrible. Um, I think it's poorly directed. I think it it it's. He, I think he's realised he's got not got a film there, and so all these like awful fast chopping around cuts, all just like boring still shots of dialogue are terrible. Mm. I think the script is abysmal. I think no, as I said, no one other than Chris Evans makes sense as a character. Mm. The first half of the film is so flat and boring. There's no no life or humour in how they talk to each other, and which is fine. You can have a drab film that hasn't got that, but you need to like double down that and make this sort of a very serious sort of, yeah. you know, like a war film sort of yeah. vibe to it. You don't get that. You just get no one, just boring, no no note characters. Um, the, the, the switching to slash film makes no sense for me. Pinbacker is a nothing character. The idea that the sun is a religious thing fantastic but show me that mm. you know write something about that don't just bring out this stupid uh michael myers character who makes no sense like show why why he thought the sun was religious yeah. what he why why that was what he was doing in, in his time what's he done for seven years you know mm. other than apparently not move much because dust everywhere um <laughs> they use the big set piece twice which isn't very good the first time is is meaningless to me the second time and yeah i i, I absolutely hated it wow. i thought it was terrible and i'm not surprised because to be honest danny boyle to me is a hack i don't like any danny boyle films. i'm not a big danny boyle fan to be honest this is the only yeah. one of his films i like i think like, the first like 45 minutes 28 days later is a good film and mm. some good ideas train, in 28 days later like. again like some quite yeah. innovative yeah. things um but i think yeah it's not great in the way yeah. it's made in a sort of you know because you know, I, I, think, I don't, I think I don't like a, zombie films. It's a good no. production department. The end. That's uh, it. Mm. Alex, do you want to do your overall? Yeah, and I, I'm not as I'm not as harsh as you, but I do think it's very, very flawed. And I just feel like, like I say, I just feel like it's two films that have been bolted together. And it, they, I, I agree, it doesn't. It's not justified. I think there's some interesting ideas there, but they just don't. They just don't go with them. And I just, I always, yeah, I wish it had either gone one way or that. It should have been an all-out horror about yeah the sun and you get mad because of that and all of that or it should just been an all-out science film science science mm. fiction film like hard science where it's more about like you know like like chris is right those mon- minute details of like oh we you know we adjusted this a tiny bit wrong but it had this huge effect like that's interesting to me it's like a, a really difficult mission and then it could have been yeah more somber more serious more hard sci-fi kind of like what the martian was trying to be i guess um yeah or it should have been all-out horror. There's a lot of The Martian in this for me, Yeah, I think. Like, yeah, I could, yeah. 
how different steps keep going wrong and mm. you know I don't like the Martian though <laughs> but no but I, and I do agree there's some good design in it and I, do... I, mean, I mean I guess I'm more of a fan of like stuff mm. yeah so I just think like it's... just space stuff so mm. if it's got that yeah. I'm I'm caught sort of 50% there yeah it's just very flawed I think it's very <laughs> yeah. very flawed yeah. but yeah it does look nice I think having it on in the background looking at it would be good yeah, but yeah, flawed, flawed film. Not flawed film. I think it's great. <laughs> Where are you putting well, it should then? We, should we rank it? Yeah, then? go. Chris should go first. Uh, so I'm just getting up the old uh, list here to see where we're at. Um, where are we? Right, I reckon somewhere around thirty-one. Mm. Uh, 88 (laughs) 88 how can you like oh sorry no 89 I prefer Deep Blue Sea oh my god wow Deep Blue Sea was at least fun this was just boring and drab and forgettable there's some real crap on here like crap I'd rather watch though I would never watch this again it was awful it was so awful it's just devoid of any sort of emotion or feeling or no in fact it's not even it's worse than that because it's not even devoid of emotion it rams that theme down your throat to try and make you feel something it's like <laughs> desperately saying to you come on feel for Killian Murphy is, uh, yeah is got an issue with that yeah I'd probably I've got an issue with everything <laughs> uh... can I change my uh... can I change my uh birthday re no you can't no, no. Not, not, no, next year. no not to next year <laughs> Alex where do you want to put it I'd say like around about like them around like Island Dr Moreau them area where's that mm. that's like late 50s 59. yeah around that 59, area 60 because I think you do get into kind of badly made films there but this is a bit badly made but half of it isn't badly made um but with some good, they've got some interesting ideas in yeah those badly made no films, just, yeah like and I do this has got some interesting ideas in <sighs> How can you say this hasn't got interesting ideas or like it's just some a... really good iconic things and designs and ways things are shown? Designs, but I think ideas, it steals everything from it, from somewhere else, yeah, doesn't actually, it? Actually, under collective invention. 65. Yeah. Sorry. I, I liked that. Mm. That was I that that had a really that was very original, I thought. Uh and I like real steel. Um so yeah, I think yeah, sorry, Chris, it's this. It's a very flawed film. It's half a good film, and and even then, that half is is isn't that good? Isn't amazing? Yeah, it's not like wow. No. It's not. It's like a it's like a forgettable two thousand one ripoff, and mm. then it's crap. Yeah, sorry. So what's that then? What's in the middle of those three scores? Or or is Chris going to try and make us go higher? I mean, no, yeah, come on, Chris, you, you guys it. are pretty set on what you think. I think but <laughs> you are both wrong. <laughs> Um, it doesn't get away, you know, it doesn't make what I think le- any less because you both think but negatively. But so. Don't you think it needs more of a story there? Mm. Yeah. Don't you think it needs something more than just looking nice? It, I think it's got, a, I think it's got adequate story. Uh, yeah. Chris was on board. He didn't need any more. No. Um, so... <laughs> I mean, it's, we've got 88. And I, I'm, I say I'm not a Danny Ball fan by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. I think his films actually six... only work on one level, his films. Mm. I'm surprised. Um, I thought you would like... I thought and, you... this, and this is one of his only films that might have a, like a secondary level involved. Mm. <laughs> 
So I, mean, I don't think it has. I think it's just that again. It's just this is now he's gone. Oh, I want to make a big brash sci-fi film, mm. and then halfway through he's thought, no, I want to make a horror film. <laughs> yeah, I thought you wouldn't it's like nonsense. all the horror bit so much. I thought you'd be like, oh, I like the beginning a lot, and I didn't like the horror so much, and that's why you think it was. But you, it seems that the horror stuff didn't sway your. Well, I do you know. I mean, I it's not my favourite part when it starts turning into like a slasher mm. sort of film. But you're still behind it, really. You, um, you were still all right with it, but. I like the build-up of, like, insurmountable problems. Mm. And I think that is really well told. Mm. And I, th- I, I, know, I know it's not a really strong character, Killian Murphy's character, but I, well, I don't even know his name. No. Um, oh, exactly, but yeah. But I, uh... I know, yeah, I know that they'd, I know that'd be quite a realistic character. And I, I think... Mm. I'm kind of with him when when things sort of deteriorate. It's called Robert Kappa. Yeah, Kappa, yeah. Kappa. Do you know that there was um, there was supposed to be a romantic subplot between and sex scenes. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. but it was uh, Well, you could kind of see there was something yeah which had been cut or not flushed out. Then, and didn't he say he cut that cuz it was like too cheesy or anything? Like yeah, you're not watching your own film. Yeah. It's it's already super embarrassing. <laughs> he, he, he thought he the, the idea of a relationship in space was too embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so yes, suck that Solaris or any other film that has people having a relationship in space, which have all quite you know some quite successful films about people having relationships in space. <clears> so I think the problem with that though, like, is that that's the problem with this sort of it being so close to reality is that. Like in Alien and things like that, they're like deep space truckers, basically, aren't they? Mm. They're out on the road for years and years. Mm. Yeah. And so the fact they have breakdowns, relationships and stuff, that like makes sense. Mm. And you can mm. see, so you can see why they steered away from that. Yeah. But then you think, well, you've got this crazy-ass pinbacker guy and mm. you've got everyone kind of falling out on the crew, but you're not going to actually commit to this idea that they are they have been in space for years and gone yeah. mad. It's just, it didn't seem to like understand what it was trying to say no, about that. No, no, I agree. Uh, I disagree. All right, well... Um, so 30, 31's the highest, 88's the lowest. Um, so, what, well, Alex, you said 61, yeah. didn't you? 60. Underneath Collective Invention. Yeah, that's uh, so that's 65. I mean, are you happy with 65, Chris? I'm not happy with that. I think it's too high. I'm guessing you think it's too low, don't you? So, Well, it'll be going in my re-ones re, uh, next year. Yeah, um, you've got to wait a whole year. Wow. Yeah. So, so you'd so accept 65 for now. Up, I mean. You're going to be watching this one again, lads. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's not happy. Right, so it goes into 65. Sunshine no, is the new... Uh, it's the new... It's the new Independence Day, isn't it? It's, the, <laughs> it's, it's not happy. He's not happy at all. Yeah, well, I'm not happy either. It should be way further down. Uh Right, Danny Boyle's Sunshine. A contentious choice. Probably the most contentious one we've had in a long time, yeah. that is, I think. I bet we've not had a span like that before, have we? That gap in no. terms of um, like yeah, 50 places like worth a, of gap. No, we normally... Should be we, like a, we should have like a focal, a focus sort of, you know, to show the the span. The range. On each yeah, one, the yeah. range. I don't know what yeah. you call that in statistics. The, I think it's called the span, isn't it? And that is a term. We should have paid more attention. In yeah, we should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the ones where we agreed should are higher, really higher rated because yeah. we all agreed. The deviation. On it. Yeah. 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 Deviation. Nice. <laughs> Spread. Yeah. Real. 
Okay. The error bar. Um, we better go back in the past. Oh no, we can't because I, I couldn't find those clips. Oh. So no past. No oh, right. Couldn't you? It's so event horizon right here. <laughs> oh, <that's> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was uh, sunshine. Uh, what have we got next week? Do Do we know? Yeah. Event horizon. Event horizon. We're sort of doing a, a loose like horror trilogy, aren't yeah. we? And, yeah. 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 Uh, although we've missed Halloween. We missed Halloween. <laughs> but never at least mind, we did them. <laughs> tough shit. Spooky November. You know. Yeah. Just remember, this podcast is free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop complaining. Yeah. If you don't like it. Yeah. And Save it, I think you know who on. you are who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we've had some feedback, haven't we, Sam? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I don't want to really uh Don't don't give him the time of day. Give him the time of day, no. Okay. Um, Steve Steve Austin. Yeah, you know who, who you complained are. about our treatment of Americans uh in the episode Time Crimes. Yeah. Well, when he gets his podcast, he can talk about Americans in whatever way he wants to talk about. It was because yeah. of that. Um, it was because of the quiz that we did about the, oh, the uh, quiz. That was about it, the. Yeah. T- it was their answers. I didn't make that quiz up. It was. It yeah, was, it's not our fault. This stupid. It's on the internet. You can all go and read it. Oh, so. oh okay. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. I'll double down on it. <laughs> I, I think if you go back and listen to that quiz, I got most of those questions right. And if my views weren't correct, then I would have got them wrong, wouldn't I? It's true. So it must, yeah. must be some truth to my opinion. Yeah, very, yeah. True. Yeah. very true. Very <laughs> true. Right. Okay, then, lads, that was very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, you got some uh, social media shit to talk about. Well, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. SF rating system, all three of them. And then science fiction rating system is the website. And science fiction rating system at gmail.com is the email. Send us your thoughts. Did you agree with Chris? Did you agree with did you agree with Sam? Did you agree with me on Sunshine? I think there'll be a bit of a sunshine love out there. You think? You think? Let the sun shine. We'll see, yeah. If you if you enjoyed Sunshine, please let us know because Yeah. At the minute Chris is an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. All right then. Well, we'll say uh, cheerio, cheerio from Alex. Bye. And from Sam. Bye bye. And from me. Goodbye. <laughs>